0: Okay, welcome to Inside Out, Tanya Inside Out, Chapter 35, which is kind of a milestone because 35 is basically um well we've 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 put out all the pieces. Yeah, we know like what we're made of. Yeah, we've got the Nefesh of Bahamas, we've got the Nefesh of Akis, the they're in it fighting with each other, yeah. And then you've got the the Tzadik, the Benoni and the Russia. And those are different ways that they interact, that the Nefesh and Nefesh Bahamas interact with each other. Um, and then we've got the avoider of the Nefesh, of of the of the Benoini, which the long, the longer, uh, the long game is basically just becoming Giraldic by learning the right things and and talking about the right things and discussing and, and just getting clear, getting this quite clear and getting the mechanics of this quite clear, getting panemius clear. Yeah, that's that's the long game. Then we've got the short game, which is just make it binary. Remember from chapters uh, 18 till 25 is basically, and this is a really good ATSA for everyone. I've got like, I know yeah. You know, there's a guy that I'm close with who's a, is a very ineffective person and um, his life, you know, echoes that. And... Um, one of the things you'll see from him and from a lot of ineffective people is a a very kind of suffolk-dicker outlook on life. Everything's a maybe and things are complicated. And whenever you ask them a question, it's it's always complicated. And like, there's no such thing as just bam, you know? Everyone knows what I'm talking about, yeah? So making it binary is very very helpful even if sometimes you lose out because of the binariness but when you make life black and white um it, it's and I know life isn't black and white yeah but but to, to make as many things as you can black and white like we said over and over if you're trying to um you know if you're trying to cut down on your telephone yeah so I have a, a friend in England who told me that he doesn't bring his phone upstairs. That's it. The, the The iPhone is not allowed upstairs. If you want to look at your iPhone at two in the morning, you have to come downstairs and look at it. That's and that's a binary law. That's that's great. That's there's no there's no uh, you know <laughs> you can't take it upstairs. It's not like well I'm just going to look at it less. That's not binary. So so binary is a fantastic way of living. And that that is again it has to be taken in context. And, you know, but um but um that was chapters eighteen to twenty five. Then the Rebbe said, "But there's this big problem with a Vodas Hashem, which is called not being basimcha, because the has, A Hashem has to be basimcha. There is no, there's no other option. It has to be with emotional availability, energy, uh, positivity, enthusiasm. That's a good word." Yeah, that's what it's, it's just Pasha. That that's it's your chayev. That's chayev. So so the Rebbe from chapters twenty six to thirty four basically um, gives us the breakdown of of how to be besimcha and how to avoid, atzus, which is the opposite of simcha. And so now what? What's the question now? What what what's the Rebbe? What's the book doing now? Because now chapters 35 to 37 are a unit and then 38 to 40 are a unit and 41 to 50 are a unit and then 51 to 53 are a unit. so now what what's what's there left to do? so basically the question is like great I know what I am and I know like what my goal of what I'm how what my avoider is i know what the pitfalls are but like what's it all about what's the big picture what what's the point of this whole thing it's like the way of Taub phrases it it's like this at this point there's this like existential kind of uh what's the word like um um existential like uh breakdown or whatever like um what's it called um what do they say at forty? Forty, the uh, break down the um, when a midlife crisis, like an existential crisis. What's the point of the whole thing? And now the Rebbe goes into explaining what the point of the whole thing is. And the point of the whole thing is called Dir Okay, and this is this is really where the Rebbe starts explaining and unravelling this concept of Deir so So um, the question really is, what is the Deir name And how is it that Hashem comes into his world? What's the mechanism by which Hashem is able to enter into his world that he set up? And it's really that we've said it a lot before, but it's bitter. The Hashem coming into this world means a revelation of his, of his Echad. The fact that he's Echad, there's nothing else. So how can something that identifies with its own selfhood be a, be a means to bring that into... It's like a, a contradiction in terms. How can a being that's not God and has its own sense of beingness... How can that declare a Shemerhad Its very existence is a steerer to a Shemerhad So this is this is really what the Rebbe is going to explain here, how it actually works. Um, and the Benoni at this point is basically kind of disillusioned because he's understood now that he can't be a tzaddik. A tzaddik is like something that you're born, something that you're, it's like a spiritual... Birthright, in a sense, according to according to the Balatania, and the Benoini is there fighting with Ra, trying to overcome these 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 um you know evil selfish immoral thoughts that keep getting sp- spat up into his head and fighting constantly to stay you know to stay afloat, um and he's like, well, what's the point of the whole thing? So one of the questions he's really asking which is a very deep question is what? Why does, my, why does my Nefesh of Bahamas and Nefesh of Likis have to be so closely bound up with each other? Why can't we like fight from a distance? Like, you know, with like the drones, with the wars nowadays, yeah? Why can't there be, my Nefesh of Likis is over here, my Nefesh of Bahamas is over here, and there's this goof, and they're fighting over the, the rights to the goof. So either the Nefesha Bahamas is running the goof or the Nefesh Lakis is running the goof. But why does it have to be in such close proximity where the Nefeshah Lakis actually needs to become enclosed within the Nefeshah Bahamas? Why did Hashem make it that you have to get this, this pristine, perfect you know, princess from, from Shemayim getting so caught up and in, in such close proximity? with this very kind of like earthy sort of the earth, I love Dufka evil, but very selfish sort of the earth kind of, you know, peasant kind of farmer type style. What What's the union of them having to be so closely in meshed with each other? Um, and I mean, also just the fact that one of the things he says early on is that the Nefesh of Bahamas gets stronger as you progress through life your nefesh of baham is like you think about it now yeah you've had a life of eating nice foods of you know sleeping in a nice bed and you know you've had a nice pleasurable life yeah you try and go back to basics now not so pasha, yeah not so pasha. so with the way that hashem created the world is you just you become your your nefesh of baham is just just by living life Look, you can't not eat you can't not sleep. You can't not be with your wife. You can't not in, be involved in the pleasures of the world, basically. So as we move forward, the Nefesh of Bahamas is becoming more and more, more and more, you know, into himself. You know, you see, that's one of the big problems with um, with older people getting, uh, like trying to find Shaduchim. After a while, it gets to a point where there, it's really difficult for them because they're just so happy with themselves they're so set in their own you know to let somebody else in is not such a straightforward thing so that's that's really the question now and the rebbe answers it by bringing a famous uh zoya well it's famous now because the rebbe bought it it's the 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 moshua well, it's the yanuka who was a uh like a uh kind of a precocious child who used to ask big questions in the zoya and um he comes along the zoya brings a Pasuk. yeah a his eyes are on his head or in his head yeah so the anuka comes along and says well like, where else is everybody where where else are your eyes everybody's eyes are in their head what does that mean that his eyes are on his head and the um the the zoya now paints a, a mushroom and the moshel is of a candle. So you've got three elements to the candle. We've got the wick. We've got the oil. And we've got the flame. And it's the shina, he says, that is the flame. In this moshel this is a very important thing to know, in this moshel we do not talk about the nefesh shalakis. The, the, our nefesh shalakis is not in this moshul, and we're going to learn something that's mind blowing, mind blowing. How the 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 is the fire, yeah, and the body is the wick. So it says that the the eyes of the chokham are on. On his head, it means he's looking at the fire on his head. He's looking at the shkina burning away on his head. How do you attach the shkina to the body? What's the what's the oil that allows the shkina to stay attached
1: to the goof? Never you would think
0: the nefesh and the kees, hundred percent are the keeper. <laughs> you would think the nefesh and the kees. That's what you would think, but it isn't. And the Rebbe goes to great lengths to explain this. And with understanding this, we 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 will understand. We will understand what our avoider in this generation is—the avoider of Ikvid, the Mashiach um, of uh, of the final generation. Why is it that the nefesh Akis is not the way to be mochaber, to join the fire to the wick?
2: So it's not a mamutza, it's not of this world?
0: Kind of the opposite. See, the nefesh Akis, we're not talking about the essence of the nefesh lakis here, they can't really do much. We're talking about the actual created part of the nefesh lakis. The nefesh lakis is a entity... Wow that loves, fears, and knows God. How can you love something if there isn't you? By definition, to love, there must be the one loving. So the Nefeshul loves God, fears God, and knows God, but it's an entity loving and knowing and fearing God. That's not a bital. So it comes out what's the what's the reason why the Nefesh of the does mitzvahs? Why does your Nefesh of the want to do mitzvahs? You
2: Said that's a Tratsan.
0: It's ratsun to do mitzvahs.
2: Yeah, that it's on the deepest level, it's ratsun is what Hashem wants. We've said that many times, I think.
0: It's ratsun is to merge with Hashem. That's what it's ratsun is. It's ratsun, like we said in Peric Yud Tess, it's ratsun is to merge back into Hashem, like the motion of the candle it gives. So he said, like gravity, yeah, you take a stone and it is drawn back to earth. And on earth, it's a comfortable, more solid stone. It kind of added to its existence. That's how a stone works. But fire, which is the moshal for the Nefesh peace is trying to rip itself away from the wick. And not only will it put itself out down here, but when it goes into the place where it's trying to get to, the, the source of all fire, the Gargala age whatever that means, it will become, completely merged with that fire and it won't be visible there so it's 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 desire is to be merged with god at the expense of its own self and it just wants to merge back with god that's its tether that's its tether so it comes out that it wants to do mitzvahs because that's rats hashem and that's the way it can merge back with god Sandra, so let me ask you that. Let me ask you now. Does that mean it's doing mitzvahs lishma? Is the nefesh l'akis lishma when you understand it like this? It has an agenda. The nefesh wants to do mitzvahs because the mitzvahs are rots on Hashem. And that is the way it will merge back with Hashem.
2: You hear that? What, what else is lishma? Lishma is... For the sake of connecting to Hashem, no, we've said that also.
0: No, we well, we might have said it one minute. Sorry, we might have said it like that. But lishma, well, let's understand why is it why is it lishma and not lishmoi? Lishmoi would be for His sake. Lishma means for Her, sake, for It's sake, but feminine. We're obviously not calling God feminine. So so listen to this. The, the Nefesh Lakis wants to do mitzvahs because that's what's on Hashem. Why does Hashem want mitzvahs? You definitely can say for sure that Hashem doesn't want mitzvahs because they're rots on Hashem. He wants mitzvahs. He, mamash wants mitzvahs. He wants the mitzvahs. So the nefesh of the kis wants mitzvahs because that's ratz on Hashem. But Hashem wants mitzvahs because he wants mitzvahs. That's a very different relationship to the mitzvah. You with
2: me? I, I thought Hashem wants a dirba tahton and mitzvahs are the means to create that.
0: So that that's a very difficult point to talk about. I don't really know how to talk about that. But let's put that question to the side. Let's put, put questions to the side. because it could be that to say, I mean, maybe a possible answer is that that is deir b'tachtonim. The mitzvahs are deir b'tachtonim. It, it's like there's not like they do the mitzvahs and then you have deir b'tachtonim. That is the deir b'tachtonim. Maybe that is the answer. But but the point is that the nefesh of the The reason the nefesh of wants to do mitzvahs is. Is very different to the reason why Hashem wants mitzvahs, and that's the reason why the nefesh shalachis doesn't act as the the fuel, the shemen that holds the fire of the Srina to the body, because the nefesh shalachis isn't Nishma. it has its own agenda. So the so so the so the Zohar tells us that the shemin for the candle is maisim toivim. Mitzvahs. Why is it called the maisim toivim? Why not just say mitzvahs? Why dafka Mycin toivim? Maybe Remember, everyone remembers that definition of the word toiv. This is, for me, like one of the most beautiful things of Tanya. Is because you create this like lexicon of words and definitions, and they apply all the way through the whole sefer in every context. It's very special. So we said that good, remember, means to be transparent, yeah? means to be selfless, transparent. My sin So now think about this. The mitzvah is Ratzon Hashem. The mitzvah really is Ratz and Hashem. That's what he wants. Now, that means when we're doing the mitzvah, that is that, that that part of us that's doing the mitzvah has fused with Ratz and Hashem, that there isn't a separate being performing Ratz and Hashem. At the level of actual action of the soul, there's just Ratz and Hashem. There's just the actual mitzvah. The mitzvah's taking place. That is a complete bittle. That is an utter bittle of it's not of an entity serving another. It's just the other. It's just the mitzvah. People with me. Meaning that the actual mitzvah, Shell wants the mitzvah of to fill in. Yeah. And like we've said lots of times, there's the actual, I mean, that involves a bunch of things, yeah? There's the time and the place and the energy and the matter, yeah, of the mitzvah that gives you, the, that creates the, the mitzvah to fill in. So once we're doing that mitzvah, you've merged that, that uh, at least the chelik of you, the, the action part of you, has merged with the mitzvah. That's what Hashem needs, so to speak, to be able to have his presence hold to the, uh, be machabe, be, uh, be fused with, with the world. It takes absolute bitter And that absolute bitter is found in the mysa Mitzvah, in the actual action of doing the Mitzvah. And this is the inyan of Lishma. Lishma means for its sake in feminine, and you can understand that meaning for the sake of the mitzvah. Mitzvah is a feminine. So it's for the sake of the mitzvah. Not I'm doing it to become fused with God. That's not for the sake of the mitzvah. That's for the sake of becoming fused with God. And the mitzvah, so to speak, becomes a uh, becomes an intermediary. But when we can do the mitzvah, we ascend we can ascend the level actually ascend the level of the nefeshachis i don't know if it means to actually go beyond the nefeshachis or to 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 be fused with the higher higher levels of the nefeshachis but then you're actually wanting to do the mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah doesn't that sound like why hashem wants the mitzvah
1: I have a question. I I was trying to look up, I have a note somewhere that I think it's Rafhaim Velojin or Rafhaim Vital, I don't remember, who said that what's the litmus test to know if you're doing a mitzvah lishmah is if you do the mitzvah and somebody else is going to get the reward. But that's this what you're describing is even in a higher level because it's not about the reward at all. It's about the sake of the mitzvah itself. Exactly. This is the
0: highest level of mitzvah. And this is the level that is available to us now where you've ascended it's it's ascending the ruts of the nefesh harikis. You're not doing it to slake your godly thirst, which we don't even experience anymore. And that's why it's become so easy for us to do mitzvahs at this level, because we don't have to, like, break through this, you know, this this, this intense divine longing to merge with God. We don't have that anymore, Yeah. So so this is tucker. the reason why it's available to us. So just doing the mitzvah, this is the Oymek. Everyone remembers the Torah that I've said a bunch of times about Aaron coin lighting the menorah? This is explaining how that works. This is the Oymek of that Inyan. And this is the Inyan, <laughs> this is the Inyan of a mitzvah lishma. Meaning I'm doing it for the sake of the mitzvah. Just like a Shem wants the mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah. And that's that happens on the level of mice. That happens beyond all. Why are you doing the mitzvah? I'm doing the mitzvah. Not mitzvah's woman and, and a Not like I'm doing it just because I'm like a robot and it's by I'm doing it by road. That's not what we're talking about. I'm doing the mitzvah because that's what a yid does. I do mitzvahs. And like we've said, remember I've spoken about this with my. Uh, we spoke about the matzah with my uh, with, the, with story about that guy, the old guy on Pesach. No, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you two stories now. This is very on online. So I was just in England uh, about three weeks ago for Shabbos. Yeah, my dad brought me over Shabbos, and um, on Sunday morning, the community that he lives in. Is basically an irreligious Jewish community. It's not like America because in America they just they become reform and and reconstructionists, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in England there is this phenomenon where you have like they're they're basically the shuls are from shuls, but no one Shabbos, Yeah, it's like that's how it is in England. Yeah, so um, so anyway, my dad's shul. Yeah, you know there is. I mean, I think I think only the rabbi was much Shabbos, literally. Yeah. They have on Sunday morning, they have a shachris. Sunday morning shachris, where they put on to fill in, you got like a bunch of about 12, 13, 14 yidin who are completely, you know, irreligious. And uh they come in and they put on to fill in for half an hour, they dove them quickly and then they have a uh, bagels and you know bagels and cream cheese whatever salmon cream cheese whatever it is, and then they lock some cream cheese and then they then they go back yeah on Sunday morning so the first time i went there i'm um, i'm looking at them as i get there and i'm you know one guy's got his to in like down here and the other night guy forgot to put it on his arm and one guy didn't take it out of the box and it's like a, you know it's like a, it's like a circus yeah I'm sitting there like laughing my head off inside, thinking, you know, what a, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, you know. And then as I'm sitting there thinking how pathetic all these people were, I remembered a story that my Rebbe told me, which which is moodic. So this is the story. Gabriel, I told you this story. Yes, I love this story. That it was COVID. And um, an old man in his, not old man, whatever in the mid-60s, whatever, it was locked down. And, you know, there was no way of getting out, going anywhere. And somehow, a completely secular guy, uh, Jewish secular guy, and somehow he managed to see the calendar that was, um, it was, it was Leo Seder that night. It was already dark. It was Leo Seder. He's like, Oi, Leo Seder? I can't, you know, I can't not do anything so he starts looking around in the cupboard and he would completely you know it was just said He finds three rice breads. You know, like the circular rice breads. He said, like, because like from a distance, it like looks a little bit more like matzah than like, you know, it's better than bread anyway. Yeah. And he found himself a bottle of wine, which probably chafe, and um he found himself in a Haggadah and he uh he performed a Seder. He read through the whole Haggadah and he ate them the rice breads and, and that was it. So when he spoke to Rebmanus, he said to him, it was really, really strange because he felt that someone was listening. He really felt that he was being listened to. And he, I, don't, I don't even know if he believed in God or not, but he felt that he was really being listened to. And Rebmanus said that there was no doubt in his mind whatsoever that that was the most ha'eligas seder of that year, out of all of the sederim, he said. There's no question in his mind that was the most hailing, Why? Because that was a yid doing a mitzvah for absolutely no reason whatsoever. He's not religious, so he doesn't have that as a reason. He just he just had to do something. That's the same reason why God wants mitzvahs. You hear me? It's the exact. It, that is such a revelation of God. It's moiridik. Why are you doing this? You ask this man, and then Rav Manish said he told this story to his like from kind of uh, whatever it is from Yeshivisha family, and they said to him, uh, "That's ridiculous. That's a bizarre... That's disgusting. You know what? He better off doing nothing. What a chutzpah! Yeah." And then he said he, he spoke to it, so a lot of people and secular people said, well, what was the point? Just, just what's the point? Just leave it, just stop it. Just get over it. Watch Netflix or something. Yeah. So what? So what? Why? Why did he do it? And he probably he wouldn't be able to give you an answer as well. He just did it. But not mitzvahs, anashimim, and amada that we fall into. It, it was the exact opposite of that. He was compelled to do it that's mummish godly that's exactly how god does mitzvah. or god wants mitzvahs why there's a reason this is much more hailing than reason i've got no reason to do this and that's the difference between a secular person doing a mitzvah and a front person doing a mitzvah because when you're religious you've got a reason to do mitzvahs why because you're religious religious people do these these um these uh what are they called um um,
2: rituals,
0: Ritual. yeah, religious people do these rituals. So, I'm sitting there in, in Shenley Shul watching this circus of you know, <laughs> this chakra circus. It was, I mean, I can imagine some people would have fainted or heart, had a heart attack or whatever, yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like overcome by the presence of the Shona Kadosha. I'm like, and these people, you know, half of them are talking and they you know. You know that, and 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 I'm just like, wow! This is such an expression of godliness. It's myridic, myridic.
1: And then I came back. No, wait, what about you know? No. Huh? Oh, sorry. Please, please then, continue.
0: So, I came back. Um, I was there three weeks ago, and I was looking forward to it, mummish. It was the <laughs> highlight, and it was. It was tuck of the highlight of my trip. It was the highlight of my trip. I was I was buzzing. I'm w- watching a bunch of Yidin doing mitzvahs to fill in Talas, Kriya Shema, Shmona Esrei. Yeah. On a Sunday morning for no reason. They're not from. They're not doing it because they I couldn't not dovan Shachwis. I couldn't not Davin Shachwis. Yeah. I've got my head. Yeah. you see one.
1: Yeah, so um, I, I love the story. I think it's great. I still want to apply it to a religious minion. I'll tell you why. Because, thank God, I'm lucky enough right now to go to a minion that we dance and sing through. That's amazing. So I, I love it. Um, but there's other minyanim in town that it is mechanical. It is machine. It's like, uh, but why are they going? So, why are they going? Why are they doing it? And it's also Lushma, isn't it? So, so look, there is is Mrs. a national
0: woman and mother. Yeah, but but you're right. This is the thing. There, there's so little left in Yiddishkeit now. Of there's so little oineg left in Yiddishkeit, and there's so much oyneg in the secular world that we can understand. I'm not saying you shouldn't be davening with Avrenira and, yeah? and you shouldn't be putting your whole self into it. You should, but but just to get the understand, just when you see a yid doing something Jewish. And there's no reason behind it. That is a real revelation of the Ravona Shalom. That really is. That's called going beyond the Nefesh well, it's When I say going beyond the Nefesh it means entering into the highest levels of the Nefesh But you're not doing it to slake your thirst. You're not doing it to feel close to God, to to, to have means. You're not doing it for, you, you're doing it for the same reason that Hashem wants to make. And that's really the it, again. It's like it's not practical in the sense that well, you're not going to go to an irreligious minion, are you? I wouldn't recommend that. You know, every now and again that will happen, and you should you should really enjoy the godliness there. But 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 to try and understand that we're not doing these mitzvahs for reasons. We're doing these mitzvahs because we're yidden. Yidden do mitzvahs like like the famous the Well, famous story, Rav Manus. A guy came to Rav Manus. And he said to him, "Give me one reason why I should keep kosher, and I'll keep kosher. Give me a reason why I should keep kosher." You know what Rabbi said to him? Because you're Jewish. <laughs> and the guy started keeping kosher. That was it. A Jew keeps kosher. What more do you want? What What more can I say? That's so holy. And and that's really like when you're when you're doing the mitzvahs. That's it's really something to be. It's something to. To have in mind when you're, you know, I put, I, when I put my to fill when I put my to fill in on, I go under my talus, yeah? I go under my talus and you're really by yourself. And you, and you can just be McCovern to this. Like, I'm just put, I'm putting on to fill I'm very conscious that I'm putting on to fill in. It's not just, blah, 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 blah. I'm very, very conscious of myself putting on to fill in, but I'm, I'm blank. I'm, I'm but in a in a holy way you know what instead of saying blank we'll say I'm silent I'm silent while I'm doing the Mitzvah you hear what I'm saying
2: that that's or, 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 or empty
0: empty si- empty is also like rake that's not a nice way of saying it but you yeah I know what you mean that's the point silent
1: there's a silence you would put you would put the silence above. A connection to Hashem, because you said in chapter thirty-four. I remember we had an art. You were talking about what's better, learning Torah or doing mitzvahs, and you said that learning Torah, you have this connection with Hashem, like a father teaching a son, at you know, at singing or dancing. And so we want a connection. We want, but now you're saying go blank. No, no, no. so that that because because that's the ultimate
0: connection is when you're doing the mitzvah, you, you, it's a very good question we're asking, but wait, exactly the point is that you're ascending this level of I'm doing the mitzvah for connection. You're doing the mitzvah on the same level. It's like you've become a conduit for Hashem LeGamre. Hashem doesn't want mitzvahs so he can connect to himself. So how God... <laughs> How godly are you when you're doing a mitzvah to connect to God, when you're doing it for that purpose? This is the Deir in him. This is exactly the point, is that we're talking about ascending to a level of silence where the mitzvah becomes so choshev unto itself, just like Hashem loves the mitzvah, you love the mitzvah. And that's a complete yichud with Hashem. That's an a mamash. Now this is the this is the point. Now at this point you might be saying, well, what that means you don't have arva an and yira in a mitzvah. Of course you have to have arva an and yira in a mitzvah. We're talking about that's the sanctity of the miser mitzvah. That's why the miser mitzvah is so sacred, because you can put on to fill in without any ava and any yira, and you mamash with makkay in the mitzvah. And You can sit there for five years meditating on Ava and Yira and the Parshish and the and the Batim and the and the Cyrus and the Retsuos and the v- 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 and you didn't you weren't you didn't do the mitzvah so we're not we're not talking about not doing it with Ava and Yira we're talking about appreciating the actual Misa mitzvah that's the silent chalik of the mitzvah that's the but... the bittel muchlat, the complete total bittle of the mitzvah like like Shem's relationship to the mitzvah that's at the level of the miser mitzvah and that's the beauty of our generation because in so many ways we've had all the other layers stripped away from us like you try and have kavana yeah when you've got that stupid thing in your pocket buzzing and pinging and doing all the things it does in your pocket yeah and it's not your fault because it, it takes a Yacht to not have one of these devices. In in America, to not have a, a smartphone is almost impossible. It's not like human. It, it takes, it's crazy. And then the world is so pulling, like, you know, people used to hate their jobs. Now the idea of not having job satisfaction is like, well, how do you do a job that you don't like? You know, in the old days, what do you mean, like my job? That's why I get paid for it, because I hate it. I don't get paid for it. Yeah, like, like so. So your jobs are pulling you. Things are interesting. Your jobs use creative part. You're not just moving water from one place to another. You're you're like involved in things. That, you know, why is it Hashem do it that your heart is pulled in all these directions? It's made it so difficult in so many ways. I'm not saying that doesn't mean we can't we shouldn't be fighting to 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 keep the Arvon era. But just pay attention to the way the world's moving and he, he he's being mudgish the miser mitzvah and that's the Ikka and that's what happened at Matan torah that's that was Matan torah we said i said Yitzi, remember we said this that Matan torah was like the birth that it was like a birth in what way the child inside the womb is not able to breathe air if you were to take the child out of the womb and and not not have anything internally changed within the child, the child would basically die immediately. The child's not breathing air inside the womb, yeah. The lungs are all collapsed, and it's not the minute the child comes out, the lungs are open, the matsius of the child completely flips around, yeah. The inner matsius of the child. And and conversely, take the child that's just been born and stick it back inside. Yeah, and again, it would be dead in, in 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 thirty seconds in a minute. Yeah, that's what happened at Matan Torah. Before Matan Torah, the Mitzvahs were all about Kavana. Yeah, Avraham sat under a tree to be Mekayim Mitzvah Sukkah. He sat under a tree. Why a tree? That's Dafka Apostle Sukkah. Why a tree? And and and, and Yaakov did with the with the uh, with the vines. You can't be Mekayim Mitzvahs to fill in with vines. So, but by, by before Matan Torah, it was Kulu Kavana, and there was a Remes in the Oilama Mysa. By Matan Torah, when the Rabon Shon came down into this world, it became Kulu Mysa and a Remes Bakavana. It was a complete His hafkas, a complete transformation of the reality of the world. And that's the point of Matan Torah, that Hashem came down, down into the Yored Allah. and that's Dira Batach And that primarily happens through the Misa Mitzvah, not through the Ava and through the Yira, but through the Misa
2: Mitzvah. Wouldn't, wouldn't we say that the Iker, Ava and Yira anyway is supposed to be before you do the Mitzvah? That's the Hachana, And then that you do the Mitzvah, you let go of everything, like you said. I, th- I think we've said that before.
0: I mean, the, 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 anyway, the, the Indian of the, of, I mean, don't forget, our renewal are a mitzvah unto themselves as well. Having our renewal, Ar, are mitzvahs unto themselves as well. So does that, that, that goes into the, uh, into the entire equation. But, but what, what's so important, this is the, this is the point which we've just, we've said, but again, is that the actual Miser mitzvah is the, is the oil because it's completely bottle all there is is god the actual Misa Mitzvah is what is Machabe the Shechina to Olam Hazar. that's how we that's how we join Hashem to his world is through the Misa Mitzvah primarily not through the Kavala which is really opposite to what a lot of us have learned I know it's opposite to what I learned um, that it's all about the kavanah and you know you have to do you know, you, I suppose you have to do the mitzvah as well but that that's not true it's all about the miser mitzvah and now there's another mitzvah to have kavanah and it makes it more geschmack as well it's much more fun and much more engaging and interesting etc when you bring in the the, the avr and the year as well but they are the wings he explains it later on that the avr and year are the wings of the mitzvah the Mitzvah, the I said, Mitzvah is the actual goof, the bird itself. That's real. A bird is something. That's something. Wings, what's that? Just Some feathers. What's that? Wings is, wings brings the bird up. But the bird is the thing unto itself. Now, just to we're, we're basically finished now, but just a couple more points Is So the 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 end of the Peric, basically, uh, a heretic turns out to Rabban and says, well, if that means that there's a giloui, whenever you're doing a mitzvah, whatever, there's a, there's, there's, there's sheena comes, that would imply there's lots of Shrinas. So Rabbi Gamaliel just gives a beautiful moshu and he just says, no, it's like, it's like the sunlight coming through different windows. It's one sun and the light is one, and it just, it's the same light being revealed. And that's the point. Um, and I'm just going to bring in my own thought to finish off, which is an important thing that I think you'll appreciate, which is a new, a new avoider that we bring, a new avoider that we have we have the schoos of bringing to the table. And this, this is the idea. Look at our generation, yeah? Let me ask you a question. When you buy an s rig. How many SOs do you have to choose from?
1: You can like. 40. I, what? A lot. I
0: don't know. Let's just do a brainstorm quickly. Here. Just shout out. Think of different things that you're looking for in your SO. Okay. Piton, low piton. Yeah. Yellow or green. Help me. No. Big or small. smart.
2: Turtle.
0: A or not a gartle. <laughs> nobbly or not nobbly,
2: Moroccan or Ertzoldica <laughs> or Yana or
0: And now let's now let, think about matza. You want to go for the wafer thin matzah or the or the kumamias matza? You want to go for the hand-baked rashi or the hand-baked rasham or the machine-baked with you want the kussman or you want the the spur what grains you want what do you hear? every the tefillin what kind of tefillin would you like yeah would you like it done by the, you realize that in the old days yeah you you would like you were lucky if there was more than one s for your whole town you got you got the yes you got yeah box of matzah there was the matza factory you get the matzah what do you mean you want this kind of matzah that kind of matzah you get the matter. There's one sofa. There's one shochet. There's a yeah. What would you do? So now this is a really this This is my own thoughts, but I really, I really feel this is this is a I'm very in line with what we just said. Is see, when 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 people make a house, yeah, in in America, yeah, you build a house, yeah, you know what kind of level of craziness it goes down to. Like, what do you like? yeah you know we're not just talking about the layout of the house we're talking about like you know the the finish of the handles and and the kind of mechanism you know what kind of level of what do you like it goes that it can go it can just get insane yeah that's the ego that's really a deep expression of ego when that's why A lot of people are into like remodeling the house, you know, people remodel the house over and over. And and it's again, it's just what do I like? What do I want? It's a real experience of self. That's a very deep experience of self. But now we're in this situation where Shem again has has fiddled the, the knobs and the dials, that now we can put that same finicky selfishness into Mitzvah. I'm not saying we should become a, a a crazy OCD nut, yeah? But but to go and spend half an hour selecting an S-Rig and, and really feeling like, what do I prefer? What do I like? Just like those people spend half an hour deciding what knobs they're going to have in their kitchen, yeah? You can now invest that same part of yourself into mitzvahs. That's a modicah thing. When somebody says to you, so what kind of shim would you like on this... Tif- Michelle Roche, that should now be something that you can enjoy, something you can think about. That's investing your ego into the mitzvah that was never available until this generation. We never, we never had the ability to put so much of ourself into the mitzvah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, that's in my that's a, that's not in the chapter. That's me adding that in. But I feel that's a very uh, that's a very real part of where we are right now. Um, not getting caught up in the in the stuyot of like you know how big's a or and whatever it is but but when there is a decision to be made on a mitzvah to not take that lightly not just be, oh i don't just whatever i don't care to to, to, to have a, to take you know take five seconds and to feel what what is more what's more you you with me and that's in I mean, that, yeah i mean going back to what we talked about earlier nowadays we have a choice of what minion do we do we want to dive it in used to be that there was one minion, one sure one minion, 10 guys, 12. Yeah, absolutely. And then, but then you have to be careful not to, like, I had this guy the other day telling me he's looking for a shidduch, yeah? He's been divorced twice. Um, and he's looking for a girl who's somewhere between chadal and Haredi. And I said to him, like, what's Hadal? He said, well, Hadal is like in between Datilun <laughs> So I said, wait, 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 let me get this straight. So you're looking for a girl who's in between the stage of in between Haredi and Haredi. Yeah. <laughs> like he said it was a straight face.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, so let, let you know, let's let not go nuts. But but you get the idea, you know, when you go and buy your or when you go and buy your Luluv, yeah, like, f- think about yourself. Have a, have a feel. just like you care, or maybe you don't. Uh, and if you if you're not that kind of person who cares about anything of this world, then maybe it's okay to just ignore it. But if you're the kind of person who, who prefers the red stitch on the on with the beige leather in the in the Mercedes, yeah, if that does something to you, then you know, maybe take a time out and and have a feel when you're looking at the S Rog, feel like, well, just like I prefer the, you know, the beige leather. Uh, maybe I would prefer a more kind of, you know, a lighter, a lighter S Rog or something like that. And that's a big, that, that again, that's, that's bringing the ego. That's bringing the ego into the service of the Bona Shalom, which is a very highly good thing to do. Okay. That's basically the Shabbat Um. Yeah. We should be remember the, uh, the Hashivas of the mitzvah. And when you're not into it and there's no feeling and there's no experience and there's really nothing and you're still doing the mitzvah, that's mamish. very, very holy. That really is very holy.
2: Yeah. Uh, you want to
0: start I want the it, recording? I'll start recording. recording. Yeah.